Okay, good morning everyone on Facebook or afternoon, whenever you happen to be watching this. And of course, good morning to you all lovely people. Um, we have just gotten off a series of, well, we pretty much talked about uh, how important it is to love folks, but how difficult that can be. We talked about the importance of setting boundaries, all right? And we talked about um, proper relationship placement. We talked about all sorts of different things. Today, I want to talk about something that I check up on this usually once every year. Because if you get this, if you change direction even the slightest little bit, people, in this area, I promise you, you will see breakthrough. That guy said he promises me. Yes, I promise you, you'll see breakthrough. Um, obviously, I do puppet shows with the kids, and Elmo just came out, so that was fun. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm a little wound up today. Today, we're going to talk about something that, oh, yeah, I get this. No, no. What we're about to talk about if you can take control of this, because this is one of those messages where how many people know that you had nothing to do with saving you, right? Amen. How many people know that it's God's ability to keep you is way stronger than your ability to run away? How many people know that the blood of Christ doesn't have any white out in it? Go, oh, that's good, right? I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> you got to know you're secure in the love of God. And it's not who you are. It's who he's chosen to be. Why does God love me, daddy? Why does God love me? Because he chose to. That's why. But I'm not, whoa, whoa, you. Let me talk about you, homie. You made the choice to accept the free gift. It's upon you, right? And sometimes in society, I want to challenge you. We don't like gifts. Justin and I go out to lunch. We both reach for the check. No, 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 right? Receiving can be hard. Some people, that receiving will keep them away from the love of Christ Jesus. But that's all it is. It's a gift. I, my birthday's tomorrow. If someone chooses to give me a gift, what do I have to do? receive it. Thank you. So here's what you do though. Listen, once you do that, let's not get crazy. It's the love of God that keeps us. But then we have an opportunity, the, the, the potential for a very different life than we had before, right? A life lived with light, a light where we follow Christ Jesus. And, and he says, I want to lead you to life and life to the fullest. Not what mommy and daddy had, not what culture's given you, because culture we just talked about is getting worse and worse. But no, I, I'll lead you to life and life abundantly. If you make that choice, or, or by the way, guys, you can choose not to. Listening online, you can say, no, I don't want to do that. I choose not to believe that Jesus did what he said he did. I, no, I'm not, your, I'm not your dad. You can make that choice. Or you can do what most people do. Hear me now. And believe me later, most people will say, yes, Lord Jesus, save me, but I don't want you to be Lord over these areas of my life. So Savior, but not Lord, okay? And nobody's coming at you, but don't expect life and life to the fullest in areas that you haven't brought God into. That was good, right? I don't come in fast and hard, but right. One area that I want to talk about today is such a better way to do life, and we're going to just jump into this. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look at wisdom. And we, we're going to start here. Ready? God set up certain systems in this, in creation. One of them is this. A big ball of fire hangs in the sky. Right? And then things start to orbit around it. And then he set up gravity. And I'm not, I'm not going in, 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 in order here, but there are systems. Here's a system that we love. Ready? You put a seed in the ground. And as long as there's light and water, it will grow. Doesn't matter about the faith of the farmer. It doesn't matter about the culture, ethnicity. It doesn't, matter of fact, it doesn't even have to be a farmer. You know that? A dog could drop a seed into a ground and God's system will kick in. Am I right about that? The sun will always rise, and right? Set and rise, right? Until God puts an end to it, as we know. It doesn't matter what you think about that, does it? Does it? If you step in the system, it works, right? 
I've discovered another system, not I. The Bible talks about another system that I've worked in my life for the last 10 years, seven years, and I promise you it's absolutely just as binding as sun up and sun down. If you start to take this journey and make this part of your life, things are absolutely going to change. And here's what I mean. Let's do our first scripture, Bri. Can they read it? I hope they can. What does it say? It says, the tongue has the power of life and death in it. And those who love it, who, who, who work within its system, you're going to eat its fruit. Ready? He's not saying, I think. He's saying, I, I know, because the one who created the tongue, I gave it the power of life and death. And if you can choose to believe this, your choice, choose to believe this today, everything will change for you because you will start wielding one of your most powerful weapons. Do you understand me? The tongue has the power of life and death and be not mocked. Be not, be not deceived. God, God will not be mocked. You reap what you sow, you will eat its fruit. So I'm going to build a case today and I'm going to use science and I'm going to use faith and I'm going to use stories to show you how absolutely true this is and how we can't just think it's yeah, this thing. It means this. Ready? If you're taking notes, you will reap what you speak. I did not say it. I'm just reiterating that right there. You will reap what you speak. There is a system in place as binding as the earth rotating. You have power in your words. And this is where I'm going to build my foundation today. I want to show you an example of God going first. You know that we're the only faith system on the planet where God says, I'll go first. I, watch, says Jesus. I'll go first, right? I'll, go, I'll do what you need doing. Follow me. I'll go first. God shows us the power of life and death right in Genesis 1. Brian, we hit me with that one? And God said, let light be. If you go back in the Hebrew, it's let light be. And guess what happened? The power came out and there was light. By the way, funny little, fun little science thing. We have never created anything. We've always taken things that already exist, put them together, and made it into a new thing. God said, let light be, and it created out of nothing. And if you really think about that, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> like it just materialized, whatever it is. And I don't want to get into the fact that light acts like a particle and acts like a wave, and we still don't know what it is. All I want to know is this. He said, fiat lux in Greek. Let light be, and it was. Quiz time. Bruce, do you think he had to speak it out? Couldn't he have just gone, ding? You saw I Dream a Genie. Couldn't he have done something like that? Ping, ping, wiggle, wiggle. Couldn't he have done anything he wanted? The ultimate all-powerful creature, creator, couldn't he have done anything he wanted? So why did he do this? I subject to you, to the court, that it was for our example. Okay? Always when he created, what did he do? He used power and showed us. Uh, isn't that what we do with our kids all the time? We, 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 we wield things in front of them and show them how to do it. Nobody, you hold it like this and put it in your mouth, right? Whatever it may be, you wear your jacket like this. Let me show you how to use these things that are at your disposal. Let light be, get it? I have other examples. Let's do another one, I guess. Let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. Did he need to say it? I subject to you that I don't believe all-powerful God needed to say it. I believe whatever force moved these things... He showed us by example. I believe that. He speaks. He's God. I don't think he needed to. But anyway, I think he did this. And um, yeah, I want to give you another example. I don't have it here. Let me give you another example. Because guys, listen, don't ever become one verse theologians. You need to know the whole counsel of God to not abuse the word of God. AJ, so can you have any other examples where words were used to do something? Yes, I do. 
Jesus walks up to a tomb where someone had been, someone had died, right? Lazarus had died. You know what I'm talking about? You guys remember the story? Lazarus has, had died. Jesus walks up there. It's the third day, I believe, or fourth day. Uh, yeah, he's in decay at the time. And what does he do? He snaps his fingers and Lazarus gets up. Wait, no, that's not the story. I got that confused. He picked up a stick and flung it in there. <laughs> what other fun things can we pretend he did? No, you know what he did? Lazarus, come forth. Why? Because the power of life and death is in your tongue. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why did he say Lazarus? Because if he didn't specify, every dead body would arose. <laughs> you ever think about that? You ever think about that? Get up! And there's a whole army. Whoa, 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 not you. Down. No, don't. Down, 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 down. <laughs> Just this one. Wow, wow. <laughs> it would have gotten crazy. It would have looked like a thriller, right? <laughs> that was good. I, th I think that's funny. I want to challenge you with this. Affecting your world around you, creating and destroying is done with your words. That's the thing, guys. You have the most powerful, one of the most powerful weapons you have, your, your first most powerful weapon is faith, connecting you to the power source of all things, obviously, that to wield and choose to believe and connect. But then you have your own weapon called your tongue. Let's look at James. James was the half-brother of Jesus Christ. Mary and Joseph continued on with more family members. James became one of the first pastors. Do you know what? You want to you read uh, an epistle from Jesus' brother? Open up to James. He says this. He uses creation to teach us a spiritual truth. He says, when we put bits in the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. You ever seen a Clydesdale? They're massive. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was down in the back river road in Norfolk, and all of a sudden, we come up, and we were in Petey's little Dodge Neon or something, and all of a sudden, there was just a, what well, would have been a, what, a herd of horses? What do you call that? A pack? A herd? A pod? <laughs> <laughs> a herd of Clydesdales were in the middle of the road and we almost schmocked into them. And I think little Nissan versus Clydesdale, we would lose that round, right? But listen, being the upstanding gentleman that we were, we got out and we're like, uh, gotta get these horses out of the road. And so I've never done this. I do fancy myself a cowboy, but uh, this is when I earned my cowboy, actually. I'm gonna change that story. Alex, this is when daddy earned his cowboy. So we were standing there and we were, you know, we were kind of opening our arms and they would run at you, but if you stood your ground, they'd run to the side. But can I tell you when you try to move a Clydesdale? Clydesdale don't move. I don't even think my four-wheeler would be able to tow a Clydesdale. I don't even think my little S10 would be able to tow a Clydesdale. I tell you that because up front, it was, it was a very intimidating, scary experience. Had they chosen to, they would have run me over. But you know what you do? This massive ball of muscle, if you just put a bit in their mouth, They'll go wherever you tell them to go. Isn't that a strange thing, says John? Or ships, for an example. Although they're so large, they're driven by strong winds, they're steered by a very small rudder. An Oceania naval base, I stood on an aircraft carrier. They're bigger than you can imagine. You can't get your head around, and then most of it's below, right? We're on an aircraft carrier, but guess what? Just a little, little rudder. In, in, in ratio, guys, it's a tiny little thing, isn't it? Ship by a steer rudder. Next, next slide. He's making a point here. Likewise, guys, just like those things, your tongue is really tiny, but it does great things. Uh, look, look, look. Let me give another piece of example. He says, look at this huge force that can be set on fire with a small spark. Now, if we lived in California, you'd all be going like, oh my gosh. I have family members who have lost homes because someone was irresponsible with one little spark. He says this, the tongue also is a fire. It can be a world of evil. It is a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. It sets the whole course of his life on fire and itself is set on fire by hell, by, by dark forces, by carnal things. Wow, James, you're awfully dramatic. No, he's not. Let me just give you something I didn't have on the script. 
want to make sure I'm not giving anything away. Let me just say something real quick, really quickly. Let's say, all right, so there's a seven-year-old boy. I'm making up a thing, and his name is Stevie. I'm making this up as I go. Well, Stevie, somebody, somebody someday called Stevie a loser or called him weak. We'll go with weak. Somebody called him weak. And Stevie decided to agree with that thought using his faith because anything you agree with is where you put your faith. Do you understand, right? That's good. That's actually real good. Whatever you agree in is actually where you're putting your faith. So he believes that neighbor boy when he says that Stevie's weak. And Stevie goes, I'm just weak. A couple years later, he's trying to do something. He just won't go. It just won't go. And Stevie says, I'm weak. A couple years later, he, he sees this you know, beautiful woman and he wants to go, go, go talk to her and all that. And he says, no, I'm too weak for that. And he sees the job he wants and too weak and too weak and too weak. And his whole life is shaped by the words he used to describe himself, Right? The power of life and death is in his tongue. So this is saying right here, it corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire. He used his mouth to agree with something. He planted a seed and it grew. And his whole life was shaped by what he chose to say about himself. Do you understand that? So James is not being overly dramatic. He's saying what you choose, where you choose to aim your words will shape you. And that's just one example about self-identification. I think we have another one, don't we, Brian? James continues on and says this, all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea, we're, we're, we're taming them, and they have been tamed, but nobody can tame the tongue. Guys, you've got to understand, it is a restless evil. It's full of deadly poison. With the tongue, let me give you an example. We praise God. We say, bless you, Lord God, and then we turn and we curse men. And how can that be when men have been created in God's likeness? They have the image of him inside, and yet, so out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. Nobody's coming at you, bro. He's just telling you, you have a responsibility. You, now that you know, okay, power number one is faith in Christ Jesus. We connect with God unabashedly. We have access to everything in the kingdom of God. We do. Everything. Step two is we understand that we have a weapon of our own, a power of our own that we shape with, with free will. And what he's saying here is, now that you know you have it, it is your responsibility to use it the way it was designed to be used, it should not be. So let me keep going. I'm gonna get practical. I'm here to tell you. Um, I said before, the voices we choose to listen to will determine where we end up in life. I wanna say this today. The words we choose to say will determine where we end up in life. And I would love to sit everyone down in my office and say, what words do you say about you? What words do you say about life? What words do you say about your job? Your spouse, what words? And nobody's, oh, I feel bad. Nobody's telling you to feel bad. In fact, I command you not to feel bad, and here's why. The whole point of all of this is God wants to get us to life and life to the fullest, right? So he's giving us a better way. Nobody's beating you down. Does anybody remember the video of Jessica's affirmations? <laughs> My wife remembered. The little girl who stands up in the mirror, remember? She's like, I'm good, I'm smart. I love my hair, I love my dog, I love my mom. Do you remember that? I almost showed it, but I've shown it like three times. This girl gets it, man. She's using her tongue to bless, right? To look at certain circumstances and situations and, 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 and use the power of the tongue. Now, here's where we're going to get cool. This is my favorite part of the message. Y'all ready? Actually, are you all ready? Are you all ready? Because you're all, you're, all, you're all very, very quiet. So there's a guy named Dr. Masaru Emoto, and he did what's called the water molecule experiment. I'm going to show you that science has discovered that what God has said is absolutely true, and I'm going to show it to you right now. Okay, even these people there. So he went to the Fujiwara Dam, I believe it was in Japan, and he bottled a bunch of water in jars. I'm not making this up, Google it, okay? 
He shows, yeah, there's a book on it. I mean, he, 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 he does talks worldwide. I, I found a few videos I could have shown you, but they're being translated and it was very frumpy. But he shows the impacts. Uh, he labeled the bottle, the, labeled the bottles of water and he put different thoughts on them. In some bottles, he put positive things. Other things, he put negative things. And, 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 and they spoke over this, these jars of water. Or they shouted when it was like ugly, evil, whatever. They shouted, they yelled, at water. Now imagine walking into that scene, a bunch of little Japanese people yelling at bottles of water. I mean, that's pretty funny. But then he freezes the contents of the bottle and he photographs them at sub-zero temperatures using a high-powered microscopic camera. Now what results is the shape, color, and structure of the water crystals, all from the same place, showed a huge variety of variation. Uh, water from the bottles that were labeled with positive messages had intricate, shiny structures with diamond-like refractive qualities. Those that were labeled with negative thoughts had deformed, collapsed, gross ones. But don't take my word for it. Hit it, B. There's a picture. Oh, I really hope y'all could see it online. Can you see that? Look at either spot. Now get it in your little head that this was all from the same place. Thank you, top right. Wisdom, truth, eternal, angel, love you, peace. Look at fool, our first negative one. Right in the middle, wherever you are. Fool's far right over there. Okay, down there is what? You make me sick. Look at evil. Now look at the, now there was also prayer spoken over them. And look at the ones at the bottom, bottom right. Polluted water before prayer, polluted water after prayer. It's almost as though the their tongue has the power of life and death. Where have I heard that? Have you ever heard that? Look at, dude, what else do you need here? This Dr. F Dr. Uh, Emoto is not a Christ follower. Guys, he, he, he probably wanted nothing to do with Jesus. You and me just put it together that God said it. Emoto did his job and science proved what God has been saying all along. Do you understand that? What did I say in the beginning? It is a system. It doesn't matter. Emoto does not worship Jesus Christ, but he can still use the system, can he? He can say, I'm an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. Our marriage is going to get better. It's not going to be always the same way. I know I'm going to get that promotion. I know we're going to figure this out, right? Today's a good day. I'm going to bless God. I choose to be happy today. I'm going to forgive them today. He could do all that, and guess what happens? You're over 80% water. Anybody ever put that together? You think you won't change if you start speaking power, words of life over you? Or what about your kids? Let me give you two options. I have a son. He's five years old. I have a daughter. She's two and a half years old. I want, we're going to go A or B, and we're going to play a little game. A, I should say, you're blessed. You're healthy in Jesus' name. I love you. Or B, you're stupid. You'll never get things right. So you know you can feel it in your gut when it's about my kids, can't you? But well, how come you say those things about you? Or your spouse? Or, right? Again, nobody's coming at you. You know it's a big deal. Don't curse your kids, yet you'll curse you. Right? Or anything like that. I got nobody's coming at you. I'm just telling you. We need to speak out words of life and hope and love. And Brenda stood right here. Take my word for it, people at home. And she talked about the state of our divided country. And we looked for solutions. Did, did I not just give us some? Did I not just give us some to start speaking out life and unity? Right, guys? We got to tame our tongue, says James. Keep it from giving voice. Keep it from giving voice to the bad, negative, dark thoughts. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> so, 
I don't know if y'all know this, but before we go to bed, we always do what I call a daddy book. Now, I should have called it a daddy story, as it makes sense. But for five years now or four years now, I always do an original story for my children before they go to bed. It was Alex for just years. Now Izzy has to be part of it, right? And I just make up stories off the top of my head. They become really elaborate and way too long. She'll break in and be like, come on, wrap it up. And I'm like, and then almost. And the kids are like, all hyped up, jumping up and down on the bed. <laughs> Defeats the purpose of a bedtime story. But one we had the other day, I'm telling you all this, I don't know why, but we did one where I had little Grover, Elmo, Cookie Monster, and Donald Duck. And <laughs> I found myself saying, Grover got all mad. No, it was Donald that had a, because Donald Duck obviously has temper problems, right? Dude needs anger management classes. And I don't do a good Donald Duck, but and I'm not about to do impressions today, okay? But what we did was what I realized is um, they were all like, all the little stuffed animals were really mad at Donald for being mad all the time. And Elmo goes, you can feel that way. You just can't act that way. And much like sometimes I'm up here preaching, I was giving voice to these little animals and I was like, Elmo, <laughs> that was really smart. Good, good for you. Okay. No, thank you. Welcome, Daddy. I'm like, okay, thanks. It was a good point. <laughs> that was more Yoda. Yes, it was. <laughs> Super Grover's more. Super Grover! There you go. There's Grover. I have a lot of time at home, people. I'm Cookie Monsters down here. Okay? So they all were having a thing, but here's what I realized, guys. The tongue has power to life and death. You can feel angry. Don't speak words of anger. You can feel disappointed in your spouse. Don't speak them. Do you see that? So, so I'm really trying to kind of teach here. If you think these things, it's not about what you think, it's what you choose to do with your mouth. And let me flip it on this. If you think nice things and don't say them, aren't you just robbing that situation and even the world from that piece of light that you can give? I'm so guilty about this, guys. Oh, young families, when the kids start just, there's so little time to be polite to your spouse anymore. Say nice things, you know what I mean? Or your coworkers or colleagues or families. Families, Whew, what did I say a month ago? Why, does your, why do your coworkers get the best of you and your family gets the rest of you? We've talked about that. I so rarely give the compliments I think in my head. Can anybody else say me too on that one? But look what I'm doing, I'm robbing these people from that. You look nice. Oh, that's nice. Thank you for that. Love you. Right? That brings me to my next part. Jimmy Evans recently this week was saying this. You don't need to know who he is. I just make sure I don't plagiarize other preachers. He was saying that scientists are postulating that birds and other creatures who migrate, scientists are starting to think that they can see into the electromagnetic spectrum. Did you know that? So here's the thing. There's waves of electromagnetic energy. And what they think is birds can see it, so they just ride the waves. They just go. And it goes this way and it goes that way. And they're like... Well, that's how, even if a bird gets lost, they always find their way. Do they have crazy navigational things, or are they just, can they see into something we can't see? Did y'all know that one in every, like, 200,000 people has a certain cone in their eye that none of us else have? They see thousands more colors. How cool is that? But also, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm going to lead you into a cool science thing in a second. So my grandfather was a cool dude, God rest him, Papa. And he worked in Florida till the day he died, at like 80, right? He was really fit for, for an older fella. But he didn't wear eye protection, right, when he would weed eat. Whichever, wear eye protection when you weed eat, guys. You ever take one in the eyeball? And you think, oh, geez, hope that doesn't happen again. Well, guess what happened to my grandpa? Guess what happened to him, though? Took one in the eye, it got infected, and he had to have a cornea transplant? Like, we're talking a problem, like infection, and, 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 and you got to be hospitalized. Like, wear even sunglasses when you're eating. Were you ready for this? He had always been dead colorblind. Black and white TV colorblind. The transplant he got was a dude with a color-seeing eye. So the dude was 70-something years old, goes like this, whoa! <laughs> Can you imagine, guys? 
To you and me, we're like, what? What, dude? He's like, ah, colors, rainbow. Can you imagine? Or those glasses that are coming out. Y'all see that on Facebook? That's a positive thing. Where colorblind people are putting on for the, They cry, don't they? They cry for the beauty. My point is this. I think there's things we can't see. So I want to show you something. I literally came up with this by myself. I want to show you something. I'll be right back, but you just keep an eye on that, okay? Um, this is audio editing software. Watch this. We're talking about our words. We're talking about our voices. Look. Uh, over there? Over here. Yeah. Okay, this is an audio editing software. Watch. Uh, oh, what? Okay. Did I mute it? Okay, what it says is, it's me talking and saying, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him. That's all it is, okay? Whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you all understand that? Watch what you can do. I've known this for years, but I'm going to apply it to now. I'm doing it right live in front of you. Edit, view. I'm going to go over to the wave, the light spectrum view, and watch what it looks like in light. Do you understand what I just did? My words actually have an impact on the light spectrum. It was only, well, that's what it looks like when I speak that out in, in, a, in, in something you can't see. So you would actually see light coming out of my mouth. Do you understand that? Oh my gosh, it's almost as though God knew that. <laughs> Let me switch this over. Ready? This I'm just doing for fun because I think it'll be cool. I can't read that up there. There you go. Okay, all right. Uh, yep. This is us singing, Lord, I need you. Okay, you want to see what that looks like? I'll show you what that looks like. View. Spectral view. What does it look like when we worship in the light spectrum? Whoa. What? I didn't make this up. I've just known about it for 15 years. Isn't that cool? So when they say shine your light, guess what? Your words are your light. Your music, your singing. Lisa and I get up here. You ever think about that, Lisa? We're putting light out into the air, into creation. Isn't that cool? Yeah, man. And again, I'm not, that's just science, guys. The power of life and death is in your tongue. So let me land the plane here. I love showing you stuff in science. I really do. In our culture today, we've got seeds of discord, distrust, division. And what grows? Discord, distrust, division. A divided country, right? Here's what I want to talk about really quickly about televisions, knowing that now we're, we're casting light or darkness. We're casting seeds. Ready? Would any of you let a stranger into your house and they would just sit in the corner and throw negative seeds out all day, all day long? Would you do that? Well, then why, uh, we sit there and we leave our TVs on that do that. No, I'm serious. You sit there and, well, this is, this is wrong today. This is bad today. You can't trust this person. He's a liar. So you're just letting this like stranger sit in the corner of your house and speak curses about another person in your home. Turn it off, man. I don't, look, if something major happens, I'll call you, Okay. Turn it off. Uh, seriously, I've had to do that with the radio lately. Like just some of the songs that come out. And I'm no prude, man. I actually err on the other side probably. I could be a little more conservative. But I'm like, what did that, What did she just sing about? My kids are playing, turn that on, right? Okay, I'll give you something real quick and then I'm going to go. Top 50. The other day I went to the top 50 songs. Top 50. 44 of them had an explicit tag next to it. What? What? And what comes with explicit speech? I don't, I'm, look, swear words don't bother me. I've been known to throw a few of them out there. And, okay. But what comes with it? Usually negativity, objectifying women, greed, seeds, seeds, seeds. While my kids are playing, that thing's barking it out inside. Off. No way. No way. Not anymore, man. 
Guard your ears, guard your hearts, guys. Absolutely. Okay, so Facebook counts as well. You know what else you got for seed throwing? Your Facebook. Just here's the thing, ready? You're not going to like what I'm about to say, and I love that. It gets me up in the morning. Your Facebook, your Facebook is your pulpit. It is your platform for everyone you know in your life. And so what you sow out there will spread. There's an old saying, actually, it's from the Bible, where somebody was threshing wheat. And the way they used to do that is throw it out in there, and the, and the wind would be blowing, right? And the stuff would stay, but the rest of it would spread everywhere. So does when you type, blah, 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 boom. And by the way, it's forever. You ever look back at a post that was, and you go, ooh, ooh, ugly, ugly. You've spread it now. Do you understand that? A long time ago, somebody did that. They, they, they actually literally slandered me in a post. And a person said, it's like shredding a pillow in the wind. Now you got to go pick up every single feather. And it's impossible to do. Your tongue has the power of life and death. And even your Facebook, your text messages, stop spreading seeds of death, discord, distrust, anger, okay? So, here's the thing. The positive part of it all, then we're going to go. Okay. Here's what we can do. Now that we've done the don't do that, and James, you know, really, here's what I want to do. When you start to get that sniffle, you start to feel a little bit of ache or the glands start to swell, what do you say? Do you say, I'm getting sick? Well, now you are. You just prophesied that you're going to get sick. You, sh- you, you are. Uh, here's what I say. Here's what I say. Seriously. Like, oh, it's trying. Nope. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm healthy in Jesus' name. I'm serious. Go ask my kid. I wish I could bring Alex up here. I say, Alex, why are you healthy? No weapon formed against me prosper. He didn't even say it right, but I say it so many times. What, what, I say that. Do you see what I'm trying to say? You'll say things like that, like, oh, I'm just getting sick, or, or, or oh, she's going to be a real rebel when she grows up. Don't say that nonsense over my kids. Okay, you ready for this? You're going to get in a car accident on the way home. What? You just said my kid's going to be a rebe- rebel. You do the same thing. You prophesied that. You just said you're getting sick. Do you see what I'm trying to say? I'm getting sick. Well, Damn right you are now. <laughs> you just did that. You used your tongue to agree with a negative thought. You sowed the negative, it comes up. Here's what you say. I'm getting better every day in Jesus' name. I'm healthy in the name of Jesus Christ. Or do your tongue not have the power, you guys? Who Does your body listen to you or do you listen to your body? Ooh, that's good. Today's a new day, guys. Turn it around. Or this is all a big elaborate lie. I, I lied, Fujiwara lied, the, the Bible's lying, or maybe you're just not doing what you could be doing, optimization. You know, I know we're not getting along right now, but I just believe that this marriage is getting better. It's getting better in Jesus' name. All right? This car's going to keep running until I need it to, until I let it break down. Seriously, speak. Use your power. And you, what's funny is when you start doing this, I'm forgiven in Jesus. There you go. You start thinking about stuff from the past. I didn't mean to point at anybody. That was weird. <laughs> it was just my thought. Um, you start thinking things in the past. I'm forgiven in Jesus' name. I'm not going back there, right? But you use your words to agree with the good things in here. When the bad things go up, you don't give them voice. That's how we change the world. You know, I know our country's really divided right now, but I think we're going to be stronger than ever. I think we're going to turn it around. I think God's going to be back in, in, our, in our culture. I think revival's going to break out. What does revival mean? People are going to turn to God individually. I think this North Country is going to pursue God, and we're going to, we're going to see an end to the opioid epidemic that's happening in this North Country. 
It's true. I believe people are going to start seeing our rescue workers as valuable again. I believe people this generation coming up is going to take responsibility for themselves and stop blaming people who wear uniforms for enforcing the law. That's what I believe is going to happen. I don't say, oh, it's going to hell in a handbasket. What did you just say? What did you just You said, we're going to... Don't say that. It's getting better every day, you guys, in Jesus' name. I believe all of your kids are going to be healthy and protected, and I believe they're all going to pursue Jesus. And they're going to... Right? That's what I believe here. I'm not going to curse any of you or me anymore with that. Do, do I have Isaiah 54, 17? I don't even think I do. We speak things that are powerful in forming the world around us. And of course, the word of God. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's where I got that. So I agree with number one, faith in the power of God, right? I, I turn this and I let it loose in the positive things like this. No weapon formed against me will prosper. And actually, I am get to refute every tongue that accuses me. Anybody ever been accused? Um, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. It's not even about me. So today and this week, I want to present a challenge as we're closing. Listen to your own mouth this week, would you? Right? I turned, uh, my, my plow truck's broken right now, starter, I don't even know what it is. I literally started to say, I'm such an, I'm not going to call myself that. See what you talk about you. See what you talk about other people around you this week. Let Holy Spirit get in there and start using the power. And use the power. It's not just don't speak death, it's speak life. Bless your kids on purpose. Bless your spouse on purpose. Compliment those things that you think and spread hope and love and light. Amen? Can we do that this week?